0: What's up? Welcome to the Part Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 30. I'm your host, Brett Bueller. Today, my guest is Anthony from Soul Tribe, um, hailing from Texas, specifically the Houston and San Antonio area. They are a roots reggae rock band, and they've been at it since about 2013. Been out on the road a ton during that time, even opened up for uh, Bon Jovi. As well as uh, some of my favorite maryland bands like ballyhoo and bumpin ugly their song good time just came out it's off their record 2020 and it's featured at the end of this episode uh the music video for it just came out as well so you can check that out in any case thank you for listening to this podcast thank you for supporting local music wherever you can and as always, if you're in a band and you want to come on and talk about your stuff, you can always send me a message on Facebook or Instagram or wherever. Anyway, I hope you enjoy the episode. Anthony from Soul Tribe. So yeah, what's up? Um, let me yeah, mine does the same thing yeah start going yeah it's always the metronome but um i mean first and foremost thanks for coming on um my name's brett uh hail from maryland obviously yeah um kind of started a podcast in the area for local bands um and it's been going pretty well um i actually don't know your first name my name is anthony anthony Mm -hmm. cool nice to meet you good to meet you um yeah i've been checking out your stuff uh listening to it today and uh obviously you got the new ep out
1: yeah yeah that came out Um, yesterday
0: right on called 2020 yeah or 20 slash 20 right um yeah i guess off the get-go i should probably mention that like for whatever reason maryland seems to have a big reggae rock scene yeah they do and And uh I noticed you made it out to ocean city once or twice there.
1: Yeah, we have, we've done ocean city and, and Baltimore and like, you know, we kind of home based out of ocean city for a few summers because there's so many places to play out there. So we would like travel up and down the East coast and just keep coming back and, and doing gigs out there in ocean city.
0: That's cool. Yeah. Um, for people listening to this who don't know, you're from San Antonio?
1: That's right, yeah. I'm in Houston right now. The band's originally from San Antonio where I grew up, and so we kind of home base out of San Antonio, but more than anything, we're a traveling band, so we're on the road most of yeah. the time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I was just looking back through your dates here a second ago, and uh, they're definitely <laughs> extensive. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I noticed in the promo video, you guys said you played with uh, Bon Jovi back in the I don't know how long ago that was. But. Yeah, that was two years ago.
1: Uh Bon Jovi yeah. had this tour where he was like uh creating opportunities for uh local and regional acts to open up for him. And they did yeah. like a uh, um like a radio contest where like bands submit their stuff and the top four they sent over to John and he like picked us out of the top four artists,
0: which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. What city was it?
1: Uh, San Antonio is our hometown show, you know, and we got to hang out with John for a little bit. And Phil X is a guitarist, like hung out backstage during our whole show and like, like hyped us up before we went on. And yeah, yeah, it was really cool, man. Yeah, it was a really good time. 18,000 people in our hometown. Yeah. Something else.
0: That's a dream. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it really is. So, yeah, Um, it looks like you've been at it since 2013, kind of looking at. Spotify?
1: Yeah, pretty much it's twenty thirteen is when we put out our first album and that was one that it was it was originally this project was intended to just be a studio project. And like me and a group of guys from Texas went down to the Caribbean and like tracked some reggae music down there and kind of came back and put the thing together. I had a I had a musical mentor who was from Trinidad and Tobago, a man named Ross Ijinga. Yeah. And he like um was like the facilitator that brought us all down there to his like home country and you know we came back and we had a great album and came up with the idea of you know being a uh you know a hard working band we actually met at south by southwest the vice president of sony records and we were like yeah so we were like what's the one piece of advice you can give us he's like get on the road stay on the road and we took that advice to heart we're like okay man vp of sony says it's what we got to do then that's what we're gonna do
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, it looks like you were doing good uh, BC, as I call it, like before Corona. Um, (laughs) That's good. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, it looks like you've been using your time kind of well during that for a studio and whatnot. Yeah. And like really, like we like I
1: said, being like a primarily a road band, our whole thing came to a screeching halt during the pandemic yeah. and we like we'd have all this energy because we we book our own shows we do our own promo all this stuff so we're constantly working We're like okay now we have all this free time let's do something else let's build really good content and let's you know let's work on studio production and this kind of thing we already had something that was in the works but now we've got like nearly gosh I don't know at least another album and a half worth of material uh, from after this stuff that we already put out. So like we're looking to get back out to, we do produ- a lot of production in California. There's a couple of studios out there that we have good relationships with. So we're looking to get back out there and just keep pumping it out. There's no telling when the road's going to open back up again. So until then, we're just going to be making music, you know?
0: Yeah, I was going to ask you probably about Texas um, in that I know certain states are different and some are kind of doing outdoor shows and some are yeah. kind of doing small shows. And uh, one band that I, I follow, Audic Empire. Yeah, get them Ronnie, I know them bit, guys. From, yeah. yeah. Yeah, from uh, Austin. Yeah. Because um, incidentally, I'm just down in Austin a lot. Uh, okay. At least I was before the virus hit. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I was just kind of curious if you cross paths with those guys and um, if you were able to do any shows in Texas or if it's still kind of shut down.
1: Yeah. You know, Ronnie and them, we've done like, like some shows together. Uh, We actually did a run across Texas uh, back in, like, 2017 or something like that. And then they're a traveling band, too. So we did, like, a show in San Diego together opening for, like, a bigger touring act and stuff like that. So we see each other on the road. Yeah, they're good guys. And I like their sound. It's a good, like, good energy kind of party vibe kind of thing, you know? But, like, those guys are out there really, like, like COVID never happened. I mean, they're doing acoustic shows. But they're, like, doing show shows, you know? And, like, yeah. We we kind of we we made a decision as a band that we were going to just wait until the road really opens up because like most while we can do local shows being a group that's in different cities we rehearse and get on the road and do like 15 yeah. shows and like some places like uh um you know like Texas is starting to open up Florida is starting to open up but California is still completely closed out you know except for like private yeah. parties and this kind of thing and so for us You know, it doesn't, if if we lose one state on the road, being like a band that's, you know, doing the van life thing, you know, kind of moving from town to town, it could really just like bottom us out, you know, and so, you know. Texas is great because we're right in the middle of I-10, so we're in the same distance from Florida as we are from California, which are two like big markets for reggae music. But there's a lot of there's a lot of desert between us and California, and there's a lot of swamp between us and Florida, you know. And so it's like, oh yeah, you know. So I mean, the 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 cost of travel is something that we take into consideration, but also like, you know, like thinking about safety wise, it's one thing to play set up and do a show in your hometown. It's another thing to be the guys that are going. From From bar to bar, city to city, like that that could be like a super spreader kind of situation without intending to do it.
0: yeah, I mean, the politics and ethics of that one, I don't know, yeah, I mean, yeah, uh personally, I got it back in March. Oh did so, you? yeah i uh, I call this the part time rock star podcast because largely the people I talk to are just my friends' bands, other True. local bands, and other smaller bands that come through. And, um, you know, I have my own, of course. Yeah. And uh, I was just kind of curious, you know, are you guys more or less full time or are you still all working normal jobs? And then you book, like, say, you know, a few weeks out on the road or how do you do it? Yeah, it's kind of a mix between the both because
1: like me and some of the other members of the crew were like, you know, working professional musicians at our hometown. And we like I teach music as well. So, you know. In a sense, that makes us professional musicians. But at the band as itself, you know, we're on the road three times a year for three to four weeks, you know, and it's still, I mean, it's working. It's its working its way out. We're getting a good fan base. We get some sellout shows in some markets, and that's great, you know. But, I mean, um, we're almost there, you know. Yeah. Yeah, is where we're at. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I would say that you guys are more or less like a mid-sized band. That's a good de- definition. Yeah. Like, um, Kind of on the cusp, kind of under the radar. Like um, you know, the bands around here that are pretty big are like Ballyhoo and, and Bumpin' and Uglies. Yeah, and obviously they're in your genre. Yes. So or or close to it, I know. No, yeah, I it's know. right nope. in the same
1: vein. Actually, we opened yeah. for Bumpin' Uglies before, like Brandon and those guys, like really blew up when they were like a yeah. buzz band in Maryland. We did a show together at um uh at the at the pool bar in Ocean City, Maryland and yep. and like those guys used to play out there all the time and then there's also like there's another band in the area nine mile roots we did like a show with them out there too and like there's a yeah. there's a few like that like reggae rock sound is like really like it seems to have really taken a hold i don't know if it's like bally who is like leading that leading the way with that thing or what it is but in, like in my opinion
0: it. yeah they help pave the way for sure They're pretty much the number one yeah. Uh at this part I call like Howie like the grandfather of okay. the yeah. scene. Yeah. Um, and then there's a couple other guys, Joey Harkham and, and some sure. other guys from this area. Yeah. Yeah, we did a show
1: we did a show with Joey. Um he he was part of another group before. What was it? Um Pasadena. Pasadena, yeah. We did a couple shows with Pasadena back in the day and like Baltimore and that kind of area. And while we never played with Ballyhoo in their hometown, we used to open up for them when they come through San Antonio. And I think that's how we started to get familiar with the East Coast. And it's funny because like for all the touring that we've done out East, Maryland's like our number one spot. Like my... My we we love going especially Ocean City yeah. like it's just it's just like we love to go and like Secrets will put us on the radio and like do that thing out That's there awesome. and yeah and then a bunch of bars like know who we are and let us come through and and do our do our thing you know yeah
0: yeah I I don't know exactly <laughs> how it got started I really think a lot of it had to do with Ballyhoo and yeah. everybody else was just like well why not it's yeah. fun it's a good genre to be in like uh, it's easier to book yourself I mean. That's the right. one thing that really opens you up and gives you a, a little bit more latitude as far as where you can play instead of just the uh, just the dives, as it were. Yeah. So
1: Yeah. It's, it's good festival music. It's good beachside music. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, you know, there's 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 definitely like the harder elements inside of it. But more than anything, it's like it's like a like a like a good groovy t- type of music without like without being too soft and kind of, you know, yacht rockish yeah. or whatever that thing is you know
0: exactly and then i guess where i'm going with that is no one likes to be pigeonholed but you know i guess there are subgenres of the genre yeah of yeah. course so Absolutely. i know you guys are i think roots kind of i mean yeah. going back to the Tr- trinidad stuff
1: yeah i would say like we definitely st- and we i mean we more we started out 100% as like a roots reggae project you can hear that in yeah. in our original uh eps and lately we've started to work in a lot of like EDM and hip hop influences that like I came up as like, you know, I was like the I was like the guy with the drum machines like knocking out beats, you know, on, on four track, you know, recorders and, you know, looping out stuff and this kind of thing. So like I have a lot of influence from that. And then even I was playing in punk rock bands back in the day. My drummer's like a, like he was a metal drummer for a long time. So we have like... These different kind of things that if you listen, you can really pull, realize we're starting to kind of pull that into the sound now and we're hoping to like
0: even explore that more as time goes on, you know. Yeah, yeah. man. I mean, I think there's definitely some wiggle room. Yeah. And then it's, it's really up to you as a musician, like which way you want to take it. True. Yeah. Talent. Talent, desire, creativity. Right. Whatever it comes from, you know.
1: Yeah. And I, I, I always I always tell other musicians, that at least in my opinion, whatever sound that you want to make, there's an audience for it out there. I mean, there's you just it, so. you just got to find them, you know, no matter what it is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you can sing. I mean, that, yeah, that helps. Right. That a helps big a, big a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If somebody if nobody in the band can sing, then that's a tough one.
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah. But but um, it's but it hasn't stopped some people. You know what I mean? Like. It's, there's yeah. still some people out there have somehow like managed to find success.
0: Yeah, I was actually kind of on that note. This might be too much of a musician question, maybe, but since I've been in the studio the last month, I'm curious about what people do. And like, I think on your song Daylight, I mean, I can't imagine there's autotune on there. Or no, I mean I would very little maybe. Yeah,
1: I would say it's and le- less like an overall autotune, more like going through like Melodyne and finding yeah. like maybe one or two problems or like punching in other like takes where we prefer the way that sounds, you know, a little cut and paste kind of thing. Yeah. I think yeah. It, 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 it gets I think autotune has its place and its purpose, but it it tends to
0: like take the organicness out of the voice. Yeah, and that's what I noticed about that song in particular. Because, like, you know, maybe to a normal ear, it almost sounds like it's in an odd pitch or out of tune. Yeah. But then, you know, as a musician, obviously, we kind of understand bending some rules here and there. Right. It's part of the fun. And I was just wondering if that comes from your background and roots or maybe hip hop or maybe, like, just something. Because it's, you know, it's not a cookie cutter Melody necessarily where somebody just auto tunes it for you and it's pitch perfect and yeah, all that. yeah, there's character to it. And I was just wondering how intentional that was. Well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you picked out. up
1: on that because I mean, there, there was, there was, uh, you know, you do make a choice when you're in the studio as to how yeah. you know, how hard you're gonna go in the paint after like a super high compressed, ultra glossy kind of sound, you know, which which might jump out of the speakers a little bit better, but you know, there at the end of the day, like people. I feel when you listen to music you're looking for like somebody who's vulnerable and takes chances and is honest and that like that hits yeah. you on a personal level and then you can identify with the sound you know because it's not being presented to you in this like airbrushed kind of way you know this magazine cover kind of kind of sound that you know it yeah, has sounds sounds real yeah exactly sounds real you know, and 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 then sounds true to form when you see that band perform live, you know, it, it's you know, yeah. you, you I think we've all been to see some groups that we've listened to a lot. And then we see them in concert and it's like this whole other energy, which isn't necessarily yeah. bad, but you're like, wow, that's just not even the what what I expected.
0: Yeah, I think personally, I'm always thinking about like background stuff. Like yeah. How much back background stuff do you put in? Because at a certain point. You know, those background vocals or background guitar harmonies or little things, keyboards, yeah, ain't always gonna be around. So that's true, and
1: and and um, it's really it's really easy to be in the studio and just start stacking tracks like crazy. Yeah. You know, and now you have this. It's almost like on uh, Walk the Line, the um, the Johnny Cash parody movie, where he's making the greatest yeah. song ever, and he's got like yeah. this orchestra and like goats and. Like- drafts yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly it's just out of control you know it's yeah. yeah it's like it's not that's not what makes a great song it's not the amount of orchestration it's like something that comes from the gut
0: yeah for sure um while we're on the subject of like that song and then that ep i mean uh you mentioned uh probably featuring the song good time yeah on on the podcast so i'll pick that up Um, off iTunes and for the listeners out there who are listening, hopefully, um, can find most of the stuff on Spotify and the usual places. True. Um, so is there any other songs off the EP that you want to talk about that maybe just there's a story behind something or just maybe one of them is your favorite song? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I think. Or that song in particular. Good time.
1: Yeah. I mean, let's talk about good time because we actually just put out a video for it yesterday. Which you can yeah. find on YouTube, and um, you know it's like I've always enjoyed songs that have like this positive kind of energy, and then when you get into the lyrics, you're like, wow, there's a lot of conflict going on there, you know. And yeah. and I I don't think I don't I certainly didn't set out to make a song like that, but when I heard it, I was like, that's the one, you know. Yeah. And the the real story behind Good Time, I don't think I've ever mentioned this in any interviews. We were on tour in um Santa Barbara, California. And we had had like this fill-in drummer. We were having some difficulties with with our lineup at the time and we were kind of we had driven from Las Vegas to Santa Barbara to do this show and we were really not having a good time, right? And mm-hmm. And, yeah. and and the drummer, only, only he came in, he flew into Vegas, knew a couple of our songs, but I was just like, look, man, here, these are the chords, let's just jam on this. I gave the bassist the chords, and then we went with it, and I started singing the chorus, you know, having a good time now, and yeah. totally forgot about the moment. It was like maybe a year later, this guy reached out on our Facebook from Norway, and he was like... I was in Santa Barbara that night and I caught this on video and I can't find this song from you guys anywhere. You know, where, where can I wow. find this song? I know. <laughs> and I was like, wow, man, that's a really good hook. And like, that's how the whole thing really developed. And it was just, I, I really, I got to write this guy back now. Like, I think his name is Sven and he was yeah. like, no, who knows why I was in Santa Barbara. Maybe he was yeah. a student. I don't know. And he, but he just happened to catch it on video and like, had that, had he not done that, I would have never remembered that song. So that's awesome. yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool how that yeah. things like that happen. You know, kind of meant to be. Yeah,
0: man. Yeah. I just shipped a shirt out to uh, Sweden the other day. <laughs> All just right. Because somebody hit me up from Spotify. Yeah. So it's cool. That's nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, twenty twenty in general has been a wild year. So. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, is there anything else you want to get into that you've been doing maybe? Even outside of music, sometimes I just let people fly off the cuff uh, Yeah. as far as what fires you up or what invigorates you or like, I don't know, what kind of keeps you motivated. Right. Um. You know, I think uh, let's
1: talk about 2020. OK, because we Go obviously we call, we, we, na- we named our album 2020. It wasn't the original yeah. name of the album. We came into this year. We were going to name it Daylight after this lead single. And we were really happy with that song and then like everything kind of hit this crazy head and, and, and the world just kind of turned up upside down on its head. And, and we were like, this album itself is like, um, it's written on like the heels of a breakup. So some of the, some of the songs Mm -hmm. have that kind of like bite to it. And I was already writing like politically charged songs, like trust no one, which is like, you know, that, which is, which is really about like, uh, um, How like no matter what political stance you have, you the the there seems to be so much propaganda in the media that it's like fueling just whatever, whatever, whatever you want to believe, man, there's someone out there that's going to tell you it. And there's no, you have no idea like what's really real and what's not, you know? And so, and that really started to seep into like the consciousness of of, of the world at the time, you know? And people not really even, even understanding like where we're going to be at and how, how is this a real thing and how difficult is it, you know? And so we were said, you know, we said, look, this, this, everybody's out there talking about like 2020 is like the worst year ever. You know, if 2020 yeah. could just end in this kind of thing, we were like, why not name the album 2020? Because it, I it, we felt like it really encapsulated that moment, and maybe like, and and th- three months, people are not going to want to play an album called 2020. I don't know, you know what I mean? But like, but I think I think I think it's like, it's like we take we take pictures on our phone when we're having a great time, you know, but we also like take like mental moments or people get like tattoos to commemorate like hardships that they've gone through, you know? And, and I I feel like this album is a lot of way that what's going on, at least for us. And I see other artists starting to do that thing too. Like when quarantine first happened, people were coming out with, Oh, we're all at home in our pajamas and, and, and we're all getting along, you know? And now it's like starting to turn into like people like, you know, having a more realistic view of the world. I mean, cause it wasn't just like quarantine. It was like social unrest and, you know, yeah. and, and at the same time it's like all being broadcast like never before. Like we can see this stuff that's going down in real time and people are, are like trying to like, like, there's like this just cultural narcissism where they're like trying to gaslight you into believing that like that, what you see is not real. And, 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 and that people are like, you know, Uh, should be more driven to like to serve the ego than to serve each other and I I I, I think I think at least within my group of friends and the people that I know and even the people that I don't know personally but I know through social media I see a lot of people fighting back against that I think I think that's
0: really jazzing me up right now yeah but I think it's uh you know poignant to the times in a in a sort of like hippier sense you know I think that people's consciousness is always evolving and Mm. essentially getting and essentially getting smarter yeah however you want to put that a little more enlightened a little more whatever if they're putting a little effort into it or sometimes even not yeah as a as a broader consciousness i i guess you know as a, a culture or a society that evolves a little too and then I think what we have now is some conflict when it comes to the also the evolution of technology. Yes. And uh, I probably won't get into my exact opinions and thoughts on (laughs) who's pushing the buttons and who's manufacturing some uh, dissent and uh, some conflict. But in general, you know, we've never had this level of communication or this level of technology that we know of. Yeah. And so I think that there's a little war. You know, consciously going on. Oh, I agree. However, you want to describe it.
1: Well, so. I I think I think it's interesting that wh- whatever a person's perspective is, that right now people and um, from from completely opposite beliefs and ideologies are under the impression that there's somebody out there, whether they think it's the other side or the other person mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. That's like pulling the strings and to pay no attention to the man behind the curtain, you know, like, like there's that, that there's, that there's something going on there. And I, I I feel like hopeful in that, even though people are more in conflict than ever before on their, on this particular ideologies, I think that people are at least aware of the fact that there are things that are bigger than just what's being presented to us. And it, I mean, and to me it's strange. We're in this information age where like we should all be more better informed, but it's like, it's just, it's it seems like people are more confused. There's more confu- com- confusion overload. available. Yeah, overload. That's what it is. Exactly.
0: Yeah. It's, our uh, our brains, wherever they came from, you know, evolution or wherever else, yeah, they probably were only uh, able, to or designed, to uh, handle a certain amount of data processing. And <laughs> I don't know. The introduction of the phones and the constant 24-hour news. Right. I mean... People freaked out. I think at some some point in history when writing was invented, and people freaked out over that too. Yeah. Some people, I think it was like Socrates said, "We're all gonna never use our memory again. We're all gonna be stupid because we can write things down." <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. We learn to evolve. We learn to write books or you right. know, keep records, and I guess technology is an extension of that. And like anything, it could be used for nefarious things or good things. And I don't know. Yeah. T- at a certain point you can only take responsibility for so much cuz there's so little you have control over but i don't know i yeah. think some people will use it to rise above and and some people will get caught in the whirlwind you know, right i don't that, know like like
1: like like it's been done in human history any time we've we've made an advancement you know it's always yeah. seems, that seems to be the struggle you know
0: yeah it's definitely a struggle for sure well, well. um yeah but uh, I suppose on a, on a lighter note, um, how's, the, uh, how's the food down there? The food is, is <laughs> man, it's,
1: it's, it's, it's cooking and it's doing great. You know, Texas is known for yeah. its barbecue, of course. And Houston's like the home state, home central for barbecue. And then like Tex-Mex food is still doing its thing. You know, it's still bringing people together. Yeah. Restaurants are open. So that's good. I'm, I'm, I'm like Emerald in the kitchen over here during the quarantine man. I've, I've mastered some some cooking skills of my own. So, you know, right on. Yeah. Yeah, man. What's Maryland known for? Crab cakes and football. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much. And now now reggae rock.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to uh, send you my band's latest music video just because I feel like I'm just dipping my toes into the water now, too, just to keep up. Yeah, but it's good that you know. Again, the reggae rock—it's positive vibes. There's, yeah. there's no real argument with that. True. So it's cool to see where you guys are taking it as a band yeah. and putting your Thanks. own stamp on it, and obviously getting out there, um, or at least hopefully we'll say soon. You know. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm
1: trying to stay optimistic. I see these guys like uh, uh, posting festival dates and whatnot for the summer. Yeah. You know, I got my fingers crossed. I mean, you know.
0: Hopefully soon. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I usually keep these to about half hour, 45. Okay. Um, basically I'll, I'll drop the song in here a nice little intro about you guys and, uh, try to promote it however I can. Great. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Is there anything? Oh yeah. I was going to ask you, um, like you just had a song out yesterday. Yep. I can, I can probably get this episode out. Um, maybe as early as friday of this week. Oh, great. Yeah. Um but maybe if there's like your next release you want to mention or talk about or talk about the video or anything like that.
1: Yeah. Um shoot, man. Yeah, let's 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 talk about what's coming up. Yeah. Um so obviously the EPs come out and um you know, we've got a we've got a lot of songs that we want to focus on there. A few of the tracks were already released as singles, Daylight and Trust No One. And now yeah. Good Time videos come out. We have a fourth video that's already been shot for um, more than a lifetime, which is oh, wow. kind of like a like a biting tongue in cheek breakup song, you know? And yeah. it's like, like like the conflict that people go through when you like you know, when you have that like that 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 you know, Love hard, but you know, it creates like a lot of um friction, you know, in that kind of relationship, yeah. yeah. And so, we have this music video that's coming out for it, which is like easily the most um
0: uh like
1: scripted and acted video we've done. We brought in yeah, I was like
0: ask if who writes the scripts for your videos?
1: Oh, good question, yeah. Um, I, I come up with the original concept. And then I'll take it to, like, m- oftentimes I take it to our videographer who's done most of our work, uh, this man yeah. Jean-Marc Lucid, Lucid House Productions, and, um, and he, he, he tweaks it and augments it and, you know, will develop it. Daylight was actually a collaboration between uh, uh, a director, Elmo Ramos, who's, like, like, a San Antonio art scene guy, and he's the guy, I don't know if you saw that video, he's the guy who brought in... Yeah,
0: I the, think that's the one where you guys are in the bar... That's and, what we, yeah we're
1: in the bar and there's like 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 the, yeah. the demons. There's almost like a,
0: a voodoo feel to it. Yes, yeah, exactly. That was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, the guy the yeah. guy with the long beard is actually the director. You know who he played like yeah. the Satan kind of character or whatnot. Oh, okay. and, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and he and he straight up like brought in that
0: was a wild video.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy. You know, and he brought in like he brought in the girls that, that that were the the actresses in the film, and he even brought in the little person actor Eric who like yeah. he's got like the top hat and the suit and I had no yeah. idea who was bringing him in we was like I look around the corner and there's like this 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 little dude with like a top hat and a tuxedo on I'm like did this guy just come in off the street like how do he know that this thing was happening and so like yeah. totally like brought this whole other element to it which was great you know and um but yeah I mean I feel I feel like every every artist You know, whether you're making music videos or or music or whatnot, at some point you come you come to a a crossroads where you say, Look, I have all these ideas of the way I want things to turn out, but I happen to know these like talented creative people. And how much are you gonna like let go and let them do their thing? And oftentimes my experience, at least in this year of of really doing that, is watching these things just turn out so much better than just, you know, my own ideas would have done
0: yeah i think that's the coolest part um you know of being in a a little artistic network whether you're no matter what exactly you do whether it's music or not right so it's just the cool people you meet and yeah usually they're just eking to add their little creative spark to everything yeah whether it's a photographer videographer right you know whoever members of the band (laughs) yeah yeah right (laughs) yeah sometimes or people who do your artwork Right. Sometimes you got to let
1: the drummer write some
0: lyrics because you know it might <laughs> yeah, might be man. better than
1: what you would have thought of. You
0: know. Yeah, because he might be screaming it from the back of the drum kit for you. <laughs> right. Show helping you out on those backup vocals a little more. Those right. Harmonies.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to hit that falsetto <laughs> harmony. You know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> gotta throw everybody a bone.
1: Yeah. yeah. Absolutely.
0: Right on. Well, like I said. um, when things come back around, we'll uh, definitely try to get out there and see you. Hopefully, Ocean City—that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, dude, you can—you can, you can uh, guarantee
1: we're coming back to Maryland. Like, that's that yeah. we—that we love it, especially Ocean City. Like, we'll be out there every year. Riptide Pool Bar checks in on us to see if we're gonna come back, and like nice. Peaches and a couple other places out there. Are like, hey, you guys coming back yet? So, one of these yeah. one of these years—it's been a couple years since we've been out there—but like, we'll definitely be back there again. You know, maybe hey, cool. you know, who knows? been California's taking the sweet time reopening. We might just do an East Coast tour just out of necessity.
0: You know, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, let me know who you hop on with. Whether it's maybe Pumpin' or Valley uh, Who or somebody else. Yeah,
1: know? yeah. We'll definitely do that, man. Um, yeah.
0: Definitely happy to try to spread the word for you guys. Yeah. Over here. Yeah. Because um, it's funny with you know the way Spotify works and everything like that. Once you get on the. The whatever playlist there's a bunch of them. Yeah. But you know, everybody all starts to know you more as a as a fan. Yeah, okay. man.
1: Catch catch that so. fire. You know, you never you never know where it's gonna come from either.
0: Yeah. Hmm. And uh, you know, I always like to remind people: just hit the little subscribe button on Spotify. You know. Right. Yes. Please <laughs> yeah, hit it, the subscribe it button. It really does help. Yeah. Help out the bands. Yeah. No.
1: You know, that's that's so. a good that's a good thing to like just touch on for a second. Like anybody who's listening, like the make commenting on a band's social media post, like you know, liking no matter what they throw up, you know, just anything, just it it, it does so much more than you could possibly understand to, to help bands get established. And I mean even even the bigger bands, but I mean certainly like your friend's band from down the street, you know, who's just really trying to get something going, like you know, for us, when we go out and book shows, booking agents first thing they do is they go look at our social media presence. Yeah. And that you know, and it, it tells people who's actually you know who's going to at least take enough interest that it's going to be worth their
0: time to put us in their venue or whatnot. You know, and yeah, I mean, and it's as uh, it's funny, but it's as simple <laughs> as dropping a little thumbs up. You know, yeah emoji man on the, on the put, comment put, or whatever right yeah throw, <laughs> throw up a fire or something you, know, you, you don't have to be clever you know my go. favorite one's the volcano the volcano so. <laughs> there you go yeah i
1: see you put that volcano I, in one of ours recently man I, yeah
0: i put that on all the band stuff that i follow so i'm just like trying to help people out you know
1: yeah yeah i think i think i think yeah. most people who understand that vibe they they have their like go-to emoji mine, yeah, mine. exactly. yeah <laughs> <laughs> if you if you see me out there mine is like fire fist 100 like or 100 fire fist or Fire 100 Hell Fire.
0: Yeah. That's so, yeah. You I kind of got my thing. got to put your signature on it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they know it's you. Yeah.
0: Sick. Well, man, it's been awesome talking to you. Yeah, likewise. Obviously, I'll, uh, I'll try to get uh, this done. And I'll be sending uh, some questions your way, I'm sure, about whatever. Some notes I want to put in the episode. And uh, I'll probably send you a, like a little merch thing if I can. Okay. Uh, I usually send people some stickers or something. Oh that'd be great um, man. Yeah. Yeah, um, you, you
1: you'll, you'll be sure to end up on my effects case. I'll be taking you around <laughs> the country with
0: me. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Right on. And uh, I'll try to share this thing and you know anybody else listening if they just want to hit the little share link on Facebook always helps.
1: Yeah, yeah man. We'll we'll definitely let people know when this when this comes out, you know, we'll we'll, we'll post it out and story it up and all
0: that kind of stuff. Any shout outs you want to give out? you know mom dad or (laughs) whoever. you know
1: uh you're in maryland so like uh i already said these guys but the uh riptide pool bar man those guys are like home for us out there and we miss them guys like every time we come out there they roll out the red carpet which is like usually a bucket of natty lights because it's maryland (laughs) right (laughs) like you know and they're just all yeah they're always happy to have us and you know and so yeah big love to them guys and and all the people out there in maryland like we can't wait to get back there we got we got plenty good friends that we got to see again real soon yeah sweet
0: yeah well uh like i said i'm happy to help out this release i hope it does well for you yeah so you know keep building
1: yeah man thank you so much for including us in this man
0: it's 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 thanks for coming out, man
1: yeah works both ways for sure (laughs) absolutely
0: so yeah i want to thank anthony for coming on the song you're hearing is called good time by soul tribe off the ep 2020 you can find it on itunes spotify and all the normal places and uh if you do always be sure to try to hit that uh, little subscribe button helps everybody out other than that see you next episode
2: Everything that we want and we're on to Never letting go and keep it running on And I'll keep it It's gonna be hoping to find it with freezing moments of time. We're trying to live in rewind and keep it here. Having a good time now. Gotta get time. it. Keep the movement running and you know we're gonna get it. A good time now. In a good, in a good yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. She said we're having a good time now. Gotta get And you come over right now, loneliness taking over. I say it's harder to hold on when you're not sober, but you know we can track in when we get older, cause it's all fighting the demons you keep